Well, hello there, and welcome to Currently in South Africa on True Crime Bones, with me, your host, Marissa Bones. Now, I want you to imagine, imagine yourself standing in a group of people, in a crowd of people. There was just a cash and transnet robbery. The van was overturned was a big explosion. The armed officers from that van laid on the side of the road, injured, dying. And instead of the crowd of people just standing in between, running to help, they are screaming, we want the money, we want the money. And some of them are running towards the scene, but not to help, no, no, to rob, to take what's left of a dying officer. Now that for most of us is horrific. Uh, It's it's something you, you can't even think, how can someone do that? How can a community of people do that? But sadly it happened, and that is one of the stories I will be covering in today's Currently in South Africa segment, the 10th episode. A segment where I share with you guys current crime-related events as they are happening and unfolding as we speak. Sharing with you these cases weekly basis to give you an idea of what life's like to truly live in South Africa as these cases barely make our media never mind any any place outside of South Africa and this is my way of trying to show what's really going on and not just that but to share and bring a light the dark side of South Africa and putting coverage on these cases as they need to be heard people need to know what's going on so with that in today's episode i'll be covering two stories the first is of a cash and transit robbery where the members would rather rob the victims then help. And the second is to give an idea of what happened what in Langa this weekend. It's a small town in Cape Town, same as Gugletu. Both of these stories are in Cape Town, South Africa. With that being said, the time of me recording this episode the 14th of April, Wednesday 2021, and let's get into our first story. Now, before we get into our first story, I want to say, come to cash and transnet heists. It's become a I wouldn't say normal, but it's 
it's like a monthly thing almost in Cape Town. You know, we've become so desensitized to, to murder, to crime, to everything, and this is one of them. Now, as someone who's personally worked in that area, that environment, and who's lost friends in cash and transnet robberies gone wrong, this, this gutted me, knowing that people are out there, instead of helping, they would rather, they would rather rob you. And even though, yes, this gutted me knowing this, the sad part is it's such a normal thing for that even to happen. In South Africa, it's, it's, I don't even, I don't even have to put it. You know, we've got crime, our crime rates, it's, for, this is now for everyone outside of South Africa, because the South Africans listening, you know, things are, but outside, our crime rates, we've got some of the highest, we are one of the most dangerous countries in the world. Cape Town, where both of these stories, wildlife, these areas, one of the most dangerous cities in the world. I think it moved up to number, I can't tell you the exact number out of the 10, but it keeps up and down. Corruption. It's such part of life. We have like, when you think of something horrible, you think of it worse. And then you have South Africa in some cases. And this, this is just an add-on. Now, a video, a two-minute video, was, did circulate. I will not be sharing that on my social media. Um, I will be sharing photos of what I can on the Instagram page, truecrime.bones. Um, I will not be sharing too much violence or any of that. Just, just so you know. Now, I mean, this was there was shock and horror when this video circulated. I mean, showing the bystanders in Guguletu, which is a small town in Cape Town, would not assist the security officers of the Cash and Transit van, who were shot and robbed, and instead further robbed the van and took the guns of the injured security officers, one of whom who died on the scene. Now, they work for the SBV security services. It's security company, you know, they are hired for different security things and what you need, as well as cash and trans in advance. There were three on that van. One of them, one of the men, unfortunately, died. The other two men are currently in the hospital. They are in recovery. Now, this scene on the video, you could hear 
the residents from Guguletu, and even children gathering around there, screaming. We want money. Come with the money. The money is insured. Take the money. And going to the van, to the offices, and robbing them. I mean, what kind of people do that? Yes, as soon as this took place, police were informed, ambulances were phoned, and they were on their way. You know, emergency services were on their way. But still, the community gathered, and instead of assisting, they didn't. Now, what happened was, the van, they were hijacked, from front, stopped, a quantum car with an, un, they don't know how many people, how many suspects are, were involved, but the quantum car stopped, disarmed the guards, they shot at the van and the, uh, the guards, well, officers from DBV, SBV, sorry, and then they used a bomb to explode the safe inside of the van. Now, this bomb is what threw the one guard officer, security officer, sorry, to the side of the road. The guard who didn't make it, who died. And also the guard whose gun whose firearm was later found in possession of a 19-year-old and a 36-year-old man. Police arrested these two people, criminals, I don't know, like sadistic people. No names have been released. Unfortunately, that's why I'm not showing names. But these, this 19-year-old and 36-year-old went to that dying security officer laying there and stole his firearm and if who does that while he was dying now he died on the scene luckily those two were arrested but the Roberts in the occasion transmit heist the main guys Nothing. Please do not know the amount of cash that was taken by the robbers from the cash and heist, as well as from the community members, because now it's like everyone's running. Nor do they know how many people were involved in the original cash and transit heist. All they know is these men were driving a quantum. And unfortunately, that's all information I have as well. Even though the SPV security services group uh, went on, the company went on to um, state that they are offering a reward of a million rand. 
for information leading to the arrest and prosecution of the suspects who attacked the SPV team. Which, that is a big amount, biggest amount of, like for as a reward. I will be leaving the contact information in the episode description, as well I will be putting it at the, on truecrime.bones Instagram page. But I mean, there's not much to go on except like, it's a quantum, quantum vehicle. No one knows how many suspects, nothing. So that's 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 the first story. It's 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 sickening to think of it. The videos I mean you see it's fire, the men are laying there, one man and people are just screaming. Not in that panic hysteria state, but no, f- for the money. So that's it. Let's get into our second story. Now, for our second story. This is... This is an idea. Of... The danger... Of, of Copenhagen. And Langa. Which is like a small area in Copenhagen. Like I said earlier, Copenhagen is inside a lot of small, you know, Places. Activists, criminologists, and residents from Langa are worried about crime trends, saying it might soon become a hotspot like Nyanga if the police, province, and city do not implement policing strategically. Now, Nyanga is also an area in Cape Town, but it's the most dangerous area. I know they sound a lot like Nyanga and Langa. Now, this is because six people died in four separate shootings in Langa over this weekend. I'm recording this on Wednesday, 14th of April, um, at the beginning of the episode. So when I say this reason, I'm losing blood. And it's just a small part of Copenhagen. Community activist Alfred Makwaka said they were concerned about recent incidents, which suggested that Langa is slowly becoming one of the worst places for crime. It's like not the worst, but slowly. Now, the first incident occurred at Ishabin on the Friday evening, where unfortunately names have not been released. So I'm going to say that. But it happened at, Sh- at Ishabin on Friday evening where a person was shot and killed. And the second incident was at a Spaza shop on Saturday. Another person was shot and killed. Now, Spaza shop is like a tuck shop, you know. Just go there with your basic um, bread, milk, that type of things. And Ishabin, it's like where you go drink but it's not like a pub usually it's open illegal times um south africa we've got like certain times or pubs and places like that have to be closed 
well now with COVID, everything has to be closed, but yeah, and Shabin's really all in between, you know, looks like a house and then all of a sudden, oh no, look, it's a Shabin. So, to give you an idea, so those were the first two incidents. The third incident happened on Sunday, when two security guards from a security company called Fidelity Security Services were shot and killed in Zone 23 while escorting an Albany Baker's vehicle. Now, Zone 23, instead of you know, some some places, some areas don't have street names, so they will give it Zone 23, Zone that is their street name. And Albany Bakeries, that is our, it's a bread brand. Like your bread and your buns. It's a, it was a van, a, a, a truck, you know, with bread. Traveling and this security company, Fidelity Security Services, were hired to, you know, ride alongside the van to prevent it from being robbed. That is how bad our, our, our crime is. And unfortunately, these guards were shot and killed in this heist. And it wasn't the same day, not long after that. A suspect was arrested, luckily, um, for the death of the two people who were shot in Zone 17. Yes, two people, two more people were shot in Zone 17. Luckily, the suspects in that, they were arrested, um, according to the police. They appeared in court yesterday morning. So that is just what happened in, in Langa this weekend. And as I have to go with every area in Cape Town, to be shocked. I mean, I can at least say this week, this weekend as well. From where I live, I don't hear gunshots. There wasn't gunshots fired. I was calm for once in like a week. That is that is a bad thing though. Um, and I'm not even near Langa. I'm I'm near a different area. Which people just, it's, it's, I don't even know how to say, but those were two stories. Um, I'm a bit rambling in these two, but I want to, I want to give you guys an idea. With that being said, thank you for listening to this episode. You have reached the end and for that you are absolutely legendary. If you have any questions or just want to say any, something or 
have critique on how I did was how this style was regarding this episode anything like that please don't hesitate to let me know you can comment on posts I will be sharing regarding this episode on my page as well as you can DM me directly at on truecrime.bones I will be leaving the links in the episode description and thank you so much for listening you guys are legendary and remember crime never sleeps in South Africa so stay safe ta-ta